TK Kirkland show. Yeah. Pay attention, really listen, I hope you understand. Execute your vision, go and get it, be a man. Save your money, motherfucker, for another day. We got the book and the album on the fucking way. This generation is full of hate. Always wearing what the next man making. They never want to see the next man making. 2018, let's have a gangster conversation. Like how to treat a woman. Take care of your kids. Gotta take responsibility for what you did. I do it to inspire. Take your mind a little higher. Like her name on a degree. Not her name on a flyer. Yeah, boss moves. We just doing what a boss do. We all now and we off you. It's true. The TK Kirkland Show. Ladies and gentlemen around the world, from Germany to Hong Kong to Alaska, this is the TK Kirkland Show. I have a young man on the show today that helped me change lives, and God works in mysterious ways. Like, you know, I was just in New York promoting my um, comedy album, Gangster Conversation. Make sure you get that on iTunes. But today is an important, another important day. A couple of weeks ago, as everybody knows, I put a, a podcast, a show out called um, God Ovation about the young man in Atlanta, Georgia, who we was putting stuff together for him, and I had some people do some things. We sent them some shirts to try to help him, but that wasn't really enough. And what happened in the last couple of days, God reached out to him because it's getting cold out there in Atlanta, Georgia. He was saying, TK, um, do you know anybody that could get me some clothes? I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. And I said, God, you got to wait a minute. Let me work and see what I could do. At that moment, though, I didn't have nobody in my Rolodex or in my contacts to um, pull this together. So I was in New York, and I shopped at a, um, a clothing store called Daniel's Leather, who does all my coats and all that kind of stuff Um that sends it to me every year. Me and him was talking, and he was explaining to me about a gentleman who does um, low bail bonds. Low bail bonds, everybody, is that this gentleman every year gets people out of Rikers Island and in the tri-state area, if I'm not mistaken, out on bail. He takes them. He changes their lives. And he does that. He also sends people to different places to help people out. Today, I want to introduce everybody um, in the world that listens to the T.K. Kirkland Show, and I told you from day one, what I do is that I would change your motherfucking life if you fuck with me. And today, I got a brother on here who's going to help me continue my vision, my dream. He's also on the same path. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? Meet the great Maurice. Maurice? Hello, my man. Thank you for coming to the show. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, Mr. Kirkland. Thank you so much, brother. Now, Maurice, you know, I met you through Daniel Leathers in New York City. And before we tell the world what we're about to do, can you break down and tell me again your vision, how you started, and what you have done for people around the world, and what we'll then we'll talk about what we're planning to do for true God? Well, my vision and how things started uh, in uh, 1993, 
I was a part of a huge brand called Sergio Tacchini that I really admired. And then going into a decade later, I was the actual head promoter of the brand, and I was placing Sergio Tacchini brand on the biggest athletes, musicians, and actors in the world that allowed me to create hands-on relationships to some of the biggest stars that you could have imagined. And then I tried to make myself relevant throughout all the four seasons of winter, spring, summer, and fall. I knew the sweatsuits was a summer brand and a fall brand. And um, I wanted to, you know, continue to build my relationships with other big brands. So right. I could stay hands-on to these relationships who I was having. So I really wanted to become better friends with the celebrities and uh, cater to their every, everyday needs. And I started to see myself building more relationship with brands. And then my mind clicked and said, you know, I can um, connect brands with celebrities and then I can allow them to create ambassador deals with these celebrities and become the middleman and, and make, you know, some funds by connecting these deals. And then it turned to after, you know, branding ambassadors and connecting them together. Then it just became a situation where I started to dress movie sets and, I was uh, honored to do the Notorious film starring, um, you know, Notorious B.I.G. about his life story. He was a big fan of Sergio Tacchini. Mm-hmm. And um, I just started placing brands onto, onto television, onto films. I started having huge relationships with these celebrities. And then I started to try to find a way on how can I give back to my community, you know, from having so many relationships and doing so many good things in the entertainment world, the brands allowed me to come in and get gifted from those brands and allow me to have basketball tournaments and tennis camps and uh, fashion shows and all these different things to provide for the kids each summer to keep them out of trouble during the summer holidays. Right. School wasn't actually in session. And then I started to see, like, after I kept them out of prison, uh, for the holidays and for during the summer, and they were staying out of trouble. And during the fall and the winter time, these young men was going to jail. So mm-hmm. it was a, a situation that I started seeing was a pattern of young men that was constantly going to prison. Young men that I was pretty much a part of raising. Uh, I know a lot of them never had their dads around them, so I played the big brother mentor role in a lot of their lives. And then I started seeing um, these young men in prison, and it's really started to hurt me at a point where I just said, man, let me go in prison and join the detention centers here in New York City, and let's see what's going on in there, see what's the biggest attraction in there, where all these young men throughout all these five boroughs of New York City are just packed in these prisons. I wanted to see what's the attraction. So I went into the prisons as a volunteer, um, I got to know these kids individually. I started to learn their cases. Mm-hmm. I started to see them become back to kids um, compared to the the macho um, attitude that they had in the streets that, you know, got them incarcerated. And I started to say to myself, man, these are kids. And these kids may not even know what the type of crime they just did because they brought back to their kid uh, mentality. And they're not going to understand that this is serious until they hit 20 years and learn how to become a man in here, then they'll know how serious it is. So uh, my thing was now trying to take the mind state of a young man that thought that this life is, like, the best life that is and try to make him change his life and give him a second chance in the game of life through mistakes that he has made or she has made 
um, without guidance. So right. a lot of these young men don't have dads or big brothers to listen to or someone to guide them. And I became, and I put that, that weight on my shoulders as I started to know them individually. Uh-huh. So I didn't put that weight on my shoulders just by coming into the prison. I put it on after I started to know them as individuals, as I went to their homes to actually meet their moms and dads or their aunts and uncles, whoever was their guardian, and wanted to see how the household was first, then to meeting them and learn who they are as individuals, and then trying to find a way of getting them out of the prison system. So with that whole um, movement, it was a huge situation of just me just learning individuals, changing their lives, trying to write um, letters to different um, judges to get deduction of prison um, sentences, to get deduction of uh, prison bells. Mm-hmm. And, and and I've been fortunate to have a person like um, Daniel Leathers and um, working with him over, like, the last two years and just um, him seeing the movement that I'm doing that's a little bit more godly than um, celebrities that's wearing his brand he decided to jump on board with me and started to donate a lot of jackets with a lot of celebrities involved, like Cardi B. And last year, we worked with uh, Papoose and uh, Jamal J. Smith. Uh, they started it last year. We continued it with uh, Cardi B this year. And um, his heart is getting more into um, this movement. And now we're taking into, you know, bailing out inmates that got one foot in and one foot out the door. And when I go into these um, courts, and I got to stand up and become the body of one of these young men. And I see that a DA is trying to keep this guy into prison. And I see that there's only a yes or no answer that comes from a program director that just has to say, yes, we'll take this kid into our program. And when they decide that they're not going to take that um, that young man into that program, right. it, hurts, it hurts me that much more to know that I really got to get my act together to be able to afford them financially, to pay mm-hmm. for these um, lawyers, to get them into different uh, programs. Because one one no um, for a kid not to come out of a, um, a prison and, and go into a program, when he go back into prison, um, after they deny them at the courts, we don't know what's going to happen when he get back into that jail cell. So that anger can escalate to five more months to two more years depending on the anger of that individual and who he take it out on. Right. So it becomes that much more deeper, and I and I keep fighting the hope that more people come on board like Daniel Leathers. You know, um, he's really stepping up to the plate, man. And um, I pray that a lot of other people step up to the plate like him right. and, and be able to help these young men and, and women that's going through so much mental um, and physical abuse and let alone with the, the mental health situation that's happening in this world today, um, we need a lot more of, of Daniel Leathers and all these other brands to step up, you know? Right, it's true. Now, what caught my interest with you also, before we move forward, is your background and how you was adopted. Yes. Um, at the age of eight years old, my lifestyle, I was born in prison. Um, I was born in uh, Alexandria um, Federal um, Federal Prison. My mom uh, was um, a dealer and got caught with uh, drugs, and I had was born in prison. I mm-hmm. found that out when I was 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, as a child, 
Um, my life was just pretty much taking needles out of um, addicts' arms in a living and drug-infested home. My everyday lifestyle was taking needles out of people's arms, putting the, putting the needle next to them, and then going on to school. When I woke up, or when I got back home from school, they woke up, and I started seeing them living in normal lives as if they didn't know what happened the night before. Um, so that was a dark cloud over my life for years that I never knew that I would get out of that cloud. Mm-hmm. And I got into Bensonhurst, Brooklyn, um, was one of one of the most racist areas in Brooklyn in the 1980s. Um, an Italian family um, met with me. Uh, their son and I played on the same baseball team, which was Ty Cobbs. Uh, we met there. Um, they saw my lifestyle as far as my grandmother. She took in maybe all of her kids' kids and her grandkids. So she was taking in all of her kids that was diagnosed with AIDS. So all of her sons and, and her daughter, which was my mom, they was infected with the AIDS virus. They were sharing news. They all died of AIDS. I lived in a uh, a packed home, maybe with 12 to 13 cousins and other uh, kids that my grandmother took in. She was the lady that was just took in anybody that didn't have a place to stay. She took them in. So when she took those all in, my Italian family saw my lifestyle that I was living, and they took me out of the home and gave me a different life. So when they took me out of my home, I was coming from a dog cloud, like I said before, drug-infested, heroin use. Um, drugs, alcohol, and everything else you could have named, I was there. I right. seen them prepare the drug. I seen them wrap the rubber band around their arm. I seen them tap the uh, vein to get it pumped up, to stick the needle in. I seen it all to the to the fallout. So the preparation to the fallout. Mm-hmm. Then I seen the rich and not famous uh, family that owns so much seafood and distributes so much seafood across the tri-state area. Um, it, it, it was just like... Um, a, a life of like uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air was like Carlton or the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Um, my family dressed me as twins, like my Italian brother. They put me in the biggest academic schools. I went to Severian High School, the alumni of um, Hall of Fame of Chris Mullen. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of my friends um, was pretty much Italian and Irish. Um, I was welcomed into a diverse world where blacks wasn't allowed to be in that world at that time. Right. Um, I was protected by the, the Italian world, um, by someone of the mob world, and they 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 didn't they didn't allow a scratch to, to come on me. And as all these other black young men and adults was going through so much racism, some was actually getting their eyes taken out with hangers. Uh, Yusuf Hawkins was beaten to death, um, and they killed him. Um, uh, Michael Griffins, um, Willie Turk. There were so many racial incidents there in um, Bensonhurst during the 80s and early 90s. Um, I was timid to be in those areas, but I was so comfortable knowing that nothing would probably happen to me because of the fact that who my family was and how they was protecting me. And with my family fighting against their own kind to right. raise me was even more of a shocking to me where you have a tie-in fighting against Italians to raise one black kid in their home, to keep them inside their home and safe. So once I knew that, that's when I decided that I could never be racist in my life because of the fact that um, everybody ain't racist. If I've got a person right here or a family right here um, ready to fight against their own kind to keep me into their home, um, I, I remember the saying of my Italian dad saying that um, people are going to be idiots 
you have to treat everyone as individual as individuals to see who they are as individuals and not just judge a person because of the color and what you experience. So that's how I've always been able to like evaluate who I choose in my life, not through as a, a pack or a, a, um, a, a, a nationality of people, but just through individuals, no matter if it's a Jewish, Chinese, black, Pakistani, no matter what nationality it is, I never give them the satisfaction of saying that um, they like the others. You know, I always give everybody an uh, opportunity to prove who they are to me. And that's how it's been with me learning from my family. I like that. Now, before we go further, too, I love the journey. I see where your your passion comes from for what we're about to do. Now, explain to me the talent that you have seen in jail and how, after what we, what we talked about, what we need to help you with the talent, because you were telling me the other day how there's more talent in prison, and everybody knows that they're from the street, is more gifted talent in jail and how we want to take this to put them on the street and in schools. Well, when you look at um, today's ball players, um, a lot of the kids that uh, wind up going into junior colleges um, after being so big athletically, the reason why they're in junior college is because they academically reached the quota to uh, uh, go to a D1 school. Mm-hmm. A big a big margin of these guys um, that don't make it D1 and then go to junior college or community college or prep school, these guys that don't make it, they're fall into the streets because they already had the lifestyle of they're going to make it. Um, there's so many big um, corporations that's um, big with gifting sneakers and Adidas, Nike, and uh, Under Armour and, and all these other brands are so huge into being the um, the face of these athletes to allow them to have so much um, um, apparel that they mentally feel that they're going to go to the next level because they catered um, to by these brands. And then when they don't make it, um, they in my prison um, serving five to six years or seven to eight months of petty crimes, and their careers are so much kind of over. But with me, I look at these kids as their careers is not over. It was a mistake that was made. And these guys' talents, is, they, they, they're so much out there athletically. I don't care what top five or ten guys that you bring in from any um, city um, or any state, I can take you to any prison across the world and pick these young men in basketball sneakers, not the shoes that they're wearing inside the prison, but basketball sneakers, and allow them to dominate any team or any other players that's coming in that's going through the normal channels in life. Uh, they went through school. They had mom and dad in their life. They had mentors in their life to get them to make the right decisions. They had people staying on in the study and making sure that they made that GPA, they made the SAT score. Um, these kids don't have a mother. They don't have a father. They don't have a bed to sleep in. They don't have mentors. They don't have nothing. The only thing they have is the streets to run to, the mistakes that they made, and how do we take them from the mistakes that they made and make them into better men? Only thing that we do as individuals, we watch the kid come up, we dictate his life and how he's going to be, and when we see that girl or that young boy become a product of, we say as individuals, and I'm and I and I'm going to tell you this on your show, Mr. Kirkman, I want to fuck up individuals too. Mm-hmm. I think what they're going to turn out to be, and I'm 
Now, Maurice, Maurice. I just got a little bit passionate about it. I'm so sorry for um, no, 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 you can, you can curse on my thing. What I need you to do is stay in one spot because wherever you're doing, okay. you, you started moving, you broke up. I, so go I, back I, okay. to, yeah. Okay, so yes, like I said, is that we take the, um, we, we, we blame these kids and we need to look in the mirror and blame ourselves mm-hmm. for not opening our mouths to help these kids. Like we see what they're about to go do and we let them go do it. And I'm a I'm a prime example of that. I've been a part of that environment. Not like if it ain't mine, then why well, I'm worrying about it. You know what I'm saying? And once I took my mind out of that, everything that I see, I'm on it. I'm worrying about any and everything that that touches my brain that I see that I don't like. I'm on it because I'm I'm a part of that. Right. I'm a part of seeing some seeing a handful of kids that screw their lives up, and I could have opened my mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, and then now I want to open my mouth years later. You know what I'm saying? So I owe even more because those kids that's committing um, crimes, that's doing 25, 35 years in prison, dude, these are kids that I was that was in my hands, and I let them get that amount of years. Right. But that's even screwed up on me, you know, because I let them roam the streets. Like I'm watching them come from basketball players to gangsters. The killing, you know what I'm saying? Like the transformation, I'm not going to be scared of it because I've seen, I watched the puppy grow. I fed the puppy. I made him, I turned him into the pit bull. Not the pit bull to go out and do violence, but the pit bull to see who he's grown up to be. Mm-hmm. I was a part of nurturing that, and I didn't feed him enough food to make him or her change her decision or his decision to let them do the right thing in life. And that's the reason why I take this game of life program so serious is because they they right underneath my nose and I'm letting it happen, you know? And right. I just can't I can't let it happen no more. Now, what's the also the thing that you want to start with the school? The schools that I would like to create is that as I take these young men out of the prison system, uh these guys are fortunate to have uniforms coming in by all the NCAA teams in um in college basketball. I give these young men a college field where they actually made it in life. So mm-hmm. you got Kentucky and University of Syracuse and all these other big brands that's giving their uniforms to allow these kids to create an NCAA tournament inside the prison. Then I got coaches and prep schools and hot college coaches and all these junior college coaches, everybody coming and watching them in the prison like it's a gridiron. And then they taking them right out of the prison system. And after they take them out of the prison system, they bring them into my school, the game of life school. So all these kids got the biggest talent in the world, from artists to um, to musicians to to singers to writers to engineers. They all a part of my school because mm-hmm. we don't we don't say that all of them is basketball players. And then I find another hidden talent in them basketball players because basketball didn't get them in jail. Right. Something else got them in jail. So I focus on the attraction that got them in jail. These guys are some of the biggest influence of, of, of a lot of games that I put myself a part of with his blood, scripts, and everybody else in between in my program. And they all come as one, and we there to trust each other through a basketball. As I pass you the ball and you pass him the ball and we get to the basket to score, we trust each other through this ball. Mm-hmm. And through that, we're going to trust each other out of this prison and we're going to trust each other that we're all going to make it in life. 
they all got to give me a commitment letter. I don't care if I'm around 75 inmates. Any of them inmates, one of them make it under my supervision, they coming back and helping their brothers. That's how it was going down. Mm-hmm. And they're going to make sure that they come back to the academy where all of those young men that did, that, that came from the academy, that, that they came from, they're going to uh, donate into the academy to keep the academy standing. They're going to make sure that they have all of the situations that they need from computers to laptops to uniforms. It's going to be a militant school with the biggest brands catering to these young men to keep them into the school where once they leave my school, they'll be on their way to college, on their way to being held to college. So we hold their hand from the prison system. We hold their hand inside the school system. We hold their hand to getting applications, maintaining their GPAs, their SATs, their ACTs, everything to get them into a college. We fund their college if they don't get the scholarship, but we still give them allowances and everything that maintain. We don't put them on no loans so they don't have no back pay when they're out of school. Right. That's a no-no. That's right. We, that's a no-no. That, that's the no-no. Right. They, they don't have no back pay. We handle their back pay. I don't care if they're going to be lawyers, judges, whatever that back pay is, we go into the brands and the athletes to donate the money to help these young boys and girls to come out of school with no debt. They're not going to be taking money out of their nine to five after coming from hell to know that they're about to see sunshine and they got to give $1,300 a month to some um, school loan. So we're knocking that out. We're knocking right. that out. No school loans, um, straight education, straight uh, scholarship funds, straight big brands providing for their uniforms and everything else. And we're going to hold their hands to success. Unfortunately, these young men that's in jail and these young women that make these decisions or whatever they do, they look up to the celebrities that I work with, to the right. people who I dress, the people who I brand, the people who I'm trying to brand. They look up to all of them. When these young men and women go to jail, they can't get hands-on to these celebrities. Mm-hmm. I'm still hands-on to them. So when I'm in jail speaking to a kid or a girl in my beauty program, for my Game of Life beauty program in prison, and they tell me how much they admire Cardi or how much they admire this artist or that artist. You know what my job is? My job is to go back into them celebrities and say, hey, when the person um, went to jail, she had wanted to get um, some bangles or she had wanted to, um, or he had wanted to get the Jordans or something like this or that because you was always putting in your songs and he wanted to look just like you or she wanted to have the same earrings just like you. And... How can I get you to give back now? Because that's what it's all about. It's about the big give back. Mm-hmm. You know, and, 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 right. and I wouldn't be on this on your station today if it wasn't about the big give back. Like the big give back. They owe. You know, like them the, the dollars being thrown at them clubs. Let me right. get a couple of those dollars. Let me get some of these kids out of the prison. Let me build my academy up and help some of these kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's how I look at it, you know? Like, if, 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 if we can get ahead and, and have a... a a billion dollar um, lottery ticket. Come on, man. Give me three or four million of that. Let me get my school. Let me get the homeless and let them get to become, let me get a home for the homeless. You feel me? Right. Like, let me get the home for the homeless and there will be no more homelessness. You feel me? And that's for real. You know, that's for real, for real. You know, there won't be no more homelessness in this world because I care for everything. 
it won't be no more, man. I cater to it. Well, so we, all gotta, we gotta push up and, and we gotta tie our shoes and get at the ones that, that, that's glorifying their money and their juries and allowing that to be their go getter. We gotta get at them and make them come out that, that mode of, it ain't about I, man. It, it should be like we, like some of that money should go towards something, you know? Right. Uh, and, 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 I'm, and I'm all for my time, but I'm gonna say this. I grew up around so many Italians that some of them made was racist. Some of them they wasn't. One of the things that I grew up around people saying to me was that they all knew that I was going to be a professional athlete. That's why a lot of the stuff that brought me into the diverse world and Chris Mullen paying for my scholarship and being around him because I was in that diverse world and I was going to make it athletically. A lot of people told me, Maurice, don't you never get nigger rich. I never knew what nigger rich meant. Mm-hmm. But they said it to me and I was like, I was like, all right, whatever. I didn't know what it meant. And then as I was growing up, and then, because I was like, I was being told that at 9 and 8 and 9. Right. 10 and 11, I'm still hearing it. 19 and 20, I'm understanding it, meaning that I don't have to glorify my finances on my wrists and my my neck or my ears. Mm-hmm. $45,000 million on, on jewelry to satisfy me and make sure that um, – the people that seeing me successful, um, I'm rubbing it down their face. Right. When I ask somebody for five thousand for a charity, they tell me they ain't got the money, but their whole neck is filled with over half a million in jewelry. Right. That's when I know that I can't fight for what I'm trying to get for something materialistic because it's bigger, man. You know. And then once everybody see that it's bigger than those chains and and everything else. Man, they'll take two or three little chains on, send that over to the Game of Life program, let me pawn that, and let me take out like 150 inmates and let me get them free and work their um, cases on, on, as a free man. Let me work that. Let me work their case at home instead of working their case in prison, you know? Right. And, 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 and that's what I'm about, man. I'm about to big give back. That's why you are here, man, because we're going to make the movement. Now, ladies and gentlemen, try to listen to me very carefully. Um... Tell them your website, Maurice, so the, the game of life. The website is T as in Tom, G as in George, of life.org. One more time, please. TG of life.org. And it's the game of life program, but it's TG of life.org. Now, listen to me, everybody. We do low bail bonds. Let me explain to you what that means. If I can get all you guys that listen to my show, even if it's $10, $5, $20, you're not asking for no $1.7 million unless you got it, but I want you guys to be a part of getting young men with low bonds out of prison. We're going to start this in November. So we would like, well, the end of November, in a couple of weeks, matter of fact. So when this airs on Monday of this week, please start going to his website and start to give to something that's going to be huge. Because we're not done yet. This show is about to we, – we're about to go to a whole other level now on this particular show. Now, everybody knows a couple of weeks ago there was a homeless guy out in Atlanta, Georgia. I snatched him up, did some things from him. And Maurice, I was telling you about this gentleman, and Maurice – said to me, TK, I could take care of this man. He said, I could fly down to Atlanta, Georgia, 
put them in a spot. Maurice, let's do this because after you tell them what you're about to do, we're going to call true of God. The way I'm going to do it is that, you know, a homeless has always has touched my heart. I actually go inside these different trade stations and see kids with their moms, and um, I don't see that there's no place for homeless men or women in this world, no matter if you're mentally, um, if it's a mental health problems or whatever, I still feel that there should be men like myself that should cater to certain people to be able to make sure that everybody have a warm place to stay, everybody don't have to be sleeping in different train stations and things like that. So with me and, and my whole movement on, on catering to um, situations, I felt that after hearing the story about this this young man or this elderly man in Atlanta, Georgia, my goal was to first come to him and um, take him into the finest hotel. And after I take him into the finest hotel, before he even go in there, even I got to put on a $2 outfit on him to make sure he go inside that hotel clean, is to make sure I have all the deodorant, T-shirts, underwear, socks, toothpaste, toothbrushes, uh, cologne, and everything that you can have imagined. He's going to go in the biggest hotel in Atlanta, Georgia, when I get there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk to the managers when I get there. And if I don't talk them into give me that room for zero dollar, it's going to be at the best price you could have imagined. That homeless man is going to take that shower and sit in that bath for an hour to three. When he come out, I'm going to give him a haircut. I'm going to take him to your, your, your biggest nail salon and get him a manicure and pedicure. And then I'm going to put him in. St. Symphony's, one of the best shining brands that you can have imagined. I'm going to put them in some urban look clothes with the finest sneakers, with the finest socks and underwear that he can have imagined, and he's going to get his swagger back. After he get his swagger back, then I'm going to call one of the biggest stylists in the world that works with Lady Gaga and, Mama, and uh, Madonna, and they're going to custom make him some custom-made two-piece and three-piece suits. So after I urbanize him back and make sure he has a wardrobe of five to ten different outfits, I then going to make sure he got two to three suits mm-hmm. with some nice dress suits and everything else. Then me and him is going to go out to all these different corporations, and he's going to file for applications and go in for interviews for jobs. And then after I see his momentum and I see that his mentality is changing and he's seeing that I'm working with him as he's changing, I'm going to take him in that hotel, that that big hotel that he was in for a whole week, and he got his mind together, and he was eating good food, and, and the Lord came down and, and, and prayed on him, and your biggest pastor uh, prayed for him every day that he made a move inside that actual um, hotel, and he's going to keep praying for him and keep praying for him every day while he's there. Once I see that momentum is going to a positive level, we're going to put him in an extended state, for 30 days. Mm-hmm. So we're going we're gonna to test him in the biggest hotel for five days to see if this is what he wants. Those five days should, should show him that um, this is what I want. I'm in the Marriott. Oh, oh yeah, I want this. Mm-hmm. With that motivation, after the five days there, then the 30 days and extended stay, if he's not in a studio or one-bedroom apartment, then my name ain't Maurice Ballard. After that, he would be getting his license. He'd be getting back onto the road to driving again. He would be coming out to get motivated by a lot of celebrities that's going to motivate him to take him to the next level. And the only people that's going to help him go to the next level is going to be with God 
and these celebrities and the strength and the passion of him wanting to change his life. Yes, sir. I'm going to put him in a situation to want him change, to want to change his life. So meaning that I'm going to be the homeless body. And I know how my homeless body want to be treated. I know how my homeless body want to be clean. I know how my homeless body want to be taken care of. And I'm going to make my homeless body as a clean body. I'm going to turn my body into him, and I'm going to make my body into a clean body and a clean mind and a clean soul, and we're going to do it together. Even if I got to go and dress in, not to, dress in, in, a, in a way that I don't dress, to show him mm -hmm. that we're going to do this together, that's how we're going to do it together. I can promise you this, within the next 30 or 35 days, then with Maurice Valley, it ain't going to be no more homelessness or no more homeless, no more homeless for, the, for that young man or for that older, older man. I'm going to make sure I cater to him, and then I'm going to make sure that once the world see this, everybody going to step up. Everybody going to step up. And if y'all not going to step up, I'm going to call y'all out. I'm going to call y'all names out. I'm going to call y'all names out. I'm like boycott your names. I'm do whatever that I gotta do to make the less dollar come to your accounts. If y'all right. step up, That's I promise right. you that I'm gonna call your names out, and I'm gonna make sure that y'all money slow up. If y'all don't handle what y'all need to handle with the people that's out there suffering, I'm gonna make sure money slow up, and that's how I'm doing it. That's how I'm. That's how it's going down. Slowing up money if y'all don't step up. Well, Reese, let me tell you something. When I met you, you motivated me. When I met this brother, True, I was in Atlanta. Crazy as a gear. It was in Atlanta, just like I was going through the store with Daniel, and he told me about you. I met this brother, and I was like, I said, yo, man, I really like you. I love your passion. I love what you're doing. He said, TK, if you could do this for me, I could help you. So I got him rolling, and then he hit me back. And I don't want to take any longer. I just want to introduce y'all to. We're going to meet him. going to talk for a minute, and then I'm going to introduce him to you, and then you're going to tell him when you fly in, and then we're going to call designers while we're on the phone and tell them the people who are going to come and get his measurements and sizes for right now, and then we're going to come in and make this motherfucking movement, and we're going to inspire people from all over the motherfucking world to give to your organization and I don't care if it's five dollars, ten dollars, that could be fifty fucking cents. But we're gonna get something. And if we can do all that together, you should have a hundred thousand, a million within a week. So let me get him on the phone. Hold on. What's up, family? You all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm just tired. Yeah, I bet Joe. So now listen uh, now, I see that you're going from cell phone to cell phone. What happened to your phone? Man, look, I went up to this organization, and I was talking to them. I was like, look, I'm out and about. I was like, can I, can I charge my phone and leave my bag right here? Right. Like, yeah, and leave it with them. And I left it with them and I, in their place. And when I right. came back, it was like, I thought they was playing with me. They was like, no, nah, your bag and stuff in here. I was like, are y'all playing? Y'all told me to leave it right here. I, was, I said I was going down to the gas station, coming right back. They was like, they was like, we don't know where your bag at. So I left there. I'm thinking, well, maybe they just playing with me. So I right. called back there again. It was like, bro, we don't got your bag. Then I, then I waited about a few more hours to call back again, and they said, they don't got I said, man, why is this, why is this happening, man? Well, you, uh, what I told you before, I told you you got to make good choices, right? 
Yeah. Man, you you can't leave your shit somewhere if you don't know these motherfucking people. Like you put well, yourself. Well, I did though. I've, I've been like knowing them over over the course of time. Yeah, but you still don't really know them. What's the name of the place? Yeah, no, no doubt. Uh, I, I forgot the uh, the uh, name of the place. I just know the people. It's okay, the all right. Volunteers and stuff. A guy named Lester. Okay, now is it? Do they have an organization? Name of organization? Yeah, he. Well, it's a part. Okay, so I met the guy through a church called Wheat Street. Okay. And it's all these volunteers that be in there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you been, I need really you to explain to me because right now you, I need you to make me a believer. So tell me we're what happened. We're not really a part of this church. You said what? I said I need you to make me a believer. Say it again. But they're not really a part of the church, but they be in there. I met, I just was going by there setting up tables. But yeah, that's what happened, man. I left my phone in there, and then they, they said it was gone. It was gone. All right. Okay, so now listen. You called me the other day, and what did you say you needed again? Because I told you I'd say what, see what I could do. Clothes for five. Days. All right, so what's getting cold, or you need something? Well, no, because I got this job. Uh, a place called Octa, O C T A. One call. That's all they do. HVAC and stuff, uh, welding, uh, all like home remodeling and stuff. Mm-hmm. They gave me a position where I'm just gonna be acquiring contracts for them because they was trying to use me as a welder, but they was like, "Look, I told him, I said, man, I just want to use my mind, man." And then he was like. Okay, I can make you head of promotions, and all you got to do is go acquire new contracts for us. So I went, and I got a list of, like, I, I started strategizing. I told them, first, I'm going to strategize and get everything together and get myself together to prepare for it. So I called you in as a part of that. Right, I understand. Like now, Maurice, I, now, now, Maurice, God, I need you to listen to me very carefully. I'm listening. I've always kept my word with you. But now the first thing we have to do, you got to get a phone. Because how do I reach you? Because in the next three to four days, your life is about to change drastically, and I got to be able to find you. So how do I find you? I'm gonna have to hustle, TK. I'm gonna have to. I gotta get. I, I got. This dude told me yesterday too. I rapped for him. He said, "You need to. You need to get in touch with me tomorrow. Whatever you do, find the phone." He told me the same thing yesterday. Something now, do you get access? Do you get access to go on your Instagram? Yeah, that's why. That's how I was trying to get your number. I went on to my Instagram, but online you can't see your messages. I can go on my Instagram, but you can't. You can't check your messages on the desktop. I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that either. But you I have, see, um, I have family out in Atlanta, right? I'm right. Call them and go get them to buy them a PCS phone. All right. So now this is what we're gonna do. Now, now God, true. You ready? I'm listening, Tika. I met one of the most incredible motherfuckers on the face of the earth, other than God and probably my motherfucker self. You hear me? <laughs> I'm just keeping him motherfucker wired and shit. And I'm about to introduce you to him. All right. When I say your life is about to motherfucker change, I need you to understand because I told you something and I need you to listen. I said. Through my journey, when I started from D.L. Hughley to Godfrey to Mike Gepps to Sandra Bullock, I always said to myself, if I put people on, will they change somebody else's life down the line? So what I'm about to tell you, your life is about to change. When you get to where you're about to go, 
but I'm on this earth or in heaven, you got to make sure you do the same thing. Ladies and gentlemen, to the world, I want true God to meet Maurice. Maurice is going to explain to you his program, what he's going to do for you, how he's going to do it, how he's going to get your phone, and we roll from here on a journey for you. We roll on a journey to help build a school. We roll on a journey to get young kids out of bail, out of, out of low bail. And then we're going to tell people about me and Maurice and Daniel's Leather's giveaway at a leather store in November, December, that we're going to take care of 500 kids and give them coats. Maurice, take it away. How you doing, brother, man? It's nice to meet you, man. It's nice to meet you, too, man. I'm tired, a little beat up, but I'm here. Yeah, yeah, I've been actually, you know, hearing you uh, sound very articulate on, you know, on what you like to do in life. I apologize for your circumstances. Um, I just want to tell you a little bit about what I do, a little bit about my background, and what I focus on um, dealing with the game of life. So um, I was uh, I was uh, born in prison. My dad died in prison after serving 29 years of a life sentence. Um, I was actually raised and adopted by an Italian family. Grew up in a drug-infested home, taking needles out of my mom and other addicts' arms. Um, a lot of them all was diagnosed with the AIDS virus. Um, I had a lot of cousins that was born with the virus. Uh, my grandmother raised me and, like, maybe 15 other uh, cousins and um, great cousins and nieces in a two-bedroom apartment. Uh, she eventually knew that she couldn't handle all of us. The Italian family took me in and adopted me, gave me a second chance in life and showed me the finer things in life that um, no celebrity can show me. Um, as they gave me that life and sparked my life, I decided to go back into the jails and juvenile detention centers where um, they didn't have anything and no parents and no moms or dads. I chose to go back into the prisons and give my time to them and motivate them to become great and allow them to make um, better decisions on their second chance once they are released from prison. So I write letters for the inmates. Um, I go to their court dates. I get them their EPIs, meaning their transcripts. We try to get them in schools. I try to get them in programs once they are released out of prison. And if they're not released from prison, I try to find ways on uh, getting funds to bail them out of prison to get them out of prison and handle their court cases. Um, I heard about your situation, um, my everyday lifestyle. I'm a celebrity stylist or a celebrity branding person. So a lot of my clients, they wear the hottest brands that I wear, and I brand them with different brands to allow them to become branding ambassadors that I become the middleman on deals. With my celebrity relationships and with my branding relationships, my goal with you is I'm going to come out to Atlanta. And when I come out to Atlanta, Wherever you at, I'm going to put you in one of the finest hotels for maybe three to five days. And I'm going to dress you in the, one of the best brands that's out. And I'm going to put you on the phone with your owner after I'm finished telling you what I'm going to do. And after I tell you what I'm going to do, me and uh, Mr. Kirkman are going to see if this is something that you want. I would be able to see if you want this by your body language once I present it to you. If you don't show me... Um, interest on what I present and you feel this is just normal 
then I'll see it, and then we're going to keep you in the same mind frame where you like to stay at. But where you at right now, you say, I don't want this shit no more. I want something different with my life. I'm about to give you something different, and you're going to show me if you're going to take it and change your life around and get back to the next person, or if you choose that you're going to be selfish with what I'm going to give you and you don't get that back to the next person, this game of life shit, we don't, we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna, it ain't gonna work. It's gonna stop fast if you don't give back to the next person, like Mr. Kirkland say. But that's the only way this is gonna be a domino effect for the next person to come out of your situation and become great like you. That we're going to be focusing on you. So the goal is for you to give back on whatever you see that you getting. You gotta give back. You can't say I'm on now. I'm lit. Fuck everybody. That's not it. So. When I come there, I'm going to put you in a hotel. I'm going to, we're going to go to Rite Aid or to Wayne Reed or whatever. We're going to get all of your hygiene stuff or everything that you got to get. I'm going to bring socks, underwears, and T-shirts from here. I'll get all that stuff now. As I'm over here, I'll ship that stuff over. I'll have that with me. So you have un- unlimited socks, underwears, T-shirts. I have four or five different pairs of sneakers for you, boots. I have a leather jacket for you. I have some jean outfits for you, a Sherman from here, from Daniel Leathers. And everything that makes you look like you ain't never been homeless in your life. And after all of that's done, then I'm going to take you to the biggest designer in the world that deal with Lady Gaga and the Madonna. And he's going to put you in some of the best three-piece suits that you could have imagined. And these three-piece suits are going to allow you to go in these corporations and go in for a job application and go in and fill out for a job. And see how you can work with one of these corporations and see how your vision can come to light in one of these corporations. But as we filming it, and they're seeing your whole move, somebody may say, hey, let's give this guy a shot. And if they give you a shot, you can't let down that brand either. So all the stuff that we're doing, you can't let down the brands that's holding you down. Definitely can't let down Mr. Kirkland that's giving you the outlet to, to get the second life. And at the end of the day, if you let down yourself on what we're presenting to you, then that's even more of, of a worse situation than you could have imagined. So... We're going to put you in the lights of people that can hold you down. We're going to put you in the lights of people that can dress you. I'm going to bring out the hygiene. I'm going to get your hygiene right. I'm going to get your hair cut together. We're going to go to the manicures. We're going to get pedicures. Nice socks, underwear, T-shirts, sneakers, boots, everything you got to get. We're going to feed you continuously where you're more than enough for. We're going to get all your nutrition stuff, everything in. And after all that stuff is in and we know we got you together, we can get ahead and, and get you going. If you don't have no um, health insurance, we get you your health insurance. My goal in the next 45 days, if you believe in me and my movement, I'm going to put on you by January 1st or going into the new year, you should have a studio or one-bedroom apartment with your own keys, with your own new furniture, with your own new TVs and everything else, with one month rent or two or three months rent and one month security paid for, that's giving you enough time to stay, create an account, and have a job. And that is all you need to be on the road to success. All the other stars and everybody that I deal with, the motherfuckers going to step on board or I'm shouting them out. They gonna, I'm slowing up their money. So is it going to step up and it's going to be more of you they're going to step up on or slow up money season? They're going to see their money slow up. And that's how it's going to go down. 
But if you don't give back to what Mr. Kirkman got me on the phone talking to you and what I'm connecting you for, bro, um, I'm from the streets, my nigga. I work hard to get where the fuck I'm at. I will take this shit, all of my shit right back, and put you right back in the same situation you're in and let Mr. Kirkman do that so sorry for stuff. Because all this homeless stuff is due to the fact of y'all, the mentality of I'm giving up. That's what the fuck is all about, the give up part on individuals. Now we got to build passion, self-esteem, and everything back into you, brother, so you don't give up no more. And you don't take the mentality of knowing that if I'm in a place with a lot of coats and a lot of um, tables and I'm doing volunteer work, these young men and, and, and women are in the same situation you're in. So I would have put my phone and let that shit die out and charge my shit somewhere else to know that I'm not going to leave my phone somewhere around mm-hmm. here knowing right. that all these motherfuckers is like me. We don't mm-hmm. got. So what I do with you, common sense got to start playing a part of this, my brother. You know what I'm saying? Because if it ain't, and if it's just like a free ride, my, my, my man, I'm stopping this, bro. I promise you, I'm stopping this. But I'm saying ain't no free rides here, man, because I'm working hard. That shit that I'm giving you, I could get that to a teenager or somebody else that would need that in a group home or foster care or something else. I'm dealing with kids from 9 to 8 years old to 21. I don't deal with grown folks. But if I mm-hmm. deal with the grown folks and the grown folks is not going to um, obey to this moment, this will be the last grown folks that I deal with. I have to stay with these young kids and the young generation that need it. You know what I'm saying? true. I'm now, going out the box on this. Yeah, that's, that's more than I'm true. I'm going yeah. out the box on this. I'm coming down to a, I'm coming, I'm coming out of my, my kids. I'm coming out of, not giving them a coach. I'm coming out of that. And I'm focusing 45 days on an adult. My man, don't let me down, man. That's the only thing I'm saying. Because you let me down, it's going to be not, no more for the adults. And I'm staying with my kids. Mm-hmm. If you do the right thing, then I can play both sides of the field now. Because they're going to see that you're making the right choices. Now I can go get more adults. Cause they're going to follow your lead and you're going to get, listen, our hands is on to the best of the, of the best. I'm not going to put you around some average smoke walking around, not knocking a, a, a construction worker. I love them all. And I love everybody work on everybody and what they do. But it's certain people that you will be in front of is either going to spark you or you're not going to get the spark. Mm-hmm. One or the two. If you don't take the spark, there's a problem. Right. If you take the spark and the and the presence of that individual to motivate you, brother, this might be fasting in 30 days, man. This so, might God, be, let me ask you a question, God. God, let me ask you a question. Listen to Maurice talk. I'm going to give you the opportunity. Is it something that you want or something you want to pass? Of course it's something that I want. I'm okay. Not. I just want to make sure, fam. Listen to me. Man. I mean, sometimes you hear some people don't like success, and I was letting Maurice talk. Because they're afraid. Right, because they're afraid. You have to be right. So I wanted him to give you the spill and tell you what he felt from his heart because I didn't want him to waste his time. Yes, I don't want him to neither. So, God, listen. God, listen. I'm I'm not wasting time today. Today we're moving. Mr. Maurice, let's call the first designer. For oh, Mr. I'm going right now. Yeah, we're going to watch what we're about to do for you, fam. Ladies and gentlemen, listening, please 
when you get after you hear everything that we're doing, donate to the game of life. Like I said, it could be fifty cents, seventy five cents, a dollar. It all counts. I'm doing I'm helping people around the world like I told you guys for the last two years. This is what I do because like I told you, I hey, leave this earth. Hello? Yes. Hey, what's good, baby? Hey, what's up, Mr. Footwork? How we doing? I'm great, man. You got the man on the phone right now. You got Mr. Kirkland. We on his podcast show. And then we got um, the lucky um, gentleman. True guy. Hey, what's up, Mr. Kirkland? How you doing? How you doing? My full name is T.K. Kirkland. I'm a comedian who happens to have Kirkland. one of the... T.K. Kirkland. Who happens awesome. to have one of the greatest podcasts in the world. Charlamagne the God, executive producer from The Breakfast Club, is our producer. And Maurice is telling me some great things about you. And I introduced him to a gentleman who I ran into this year. Name. We call him True God. God Ovation is his um, real name. He's down in Atlanta. He's on some bad turns, but we're getting his life together. And I have him on the phone now. But Maurice, you set everything up and tell him what Troy, the name of his company, and everything that we can supply for True. Well, um, I want to let you know, first, uh, my relationship was built through, uh, you know, with, with Troy and his brand through my guy, um, Young Buck from G-Unit. Uh, shout out to Young Buck. Um, yeah, so um, Troy brand is, is probably the, one of the biggest, biggest brands in the world. I'm thinking that it's probably the best denim brand in the world. Not probably. It is the best <laughs> denim brand in the world. And I'm going to let Troy speak more about his brand and what he's willing to do for you, God, true God, and how he's willing to dress you and make you look like a um, a red carpet star coming from your terrible situation. So, Troy, if you can talk a little bit about your brand, the name of it, and what's your plan to, um, to help this man out, I would greatly appreciate that. Yeah, you bet. How you, how you doing, True? Um, so but pretty much, we we have we have a brand. That's, uh, it's a luxury brand, so we make really nice, expensive clothing. Um and Maurice reached out to me because he wanted, he really wanted you to stand and look like a star. And that's kind of how our brand is. We, uh, we make fashion that will really get people noticed and look like a rock star, you know. Um, so we are going to take care of you, get you some good outfits, and you're going to look like a million bucks. You're going to feel like a million bucks. And, um, and it's all, uh, all something we wanted to do just to help you out and get your, Get yourself back on track, man. I'm proud to be a part of it. I like that. Then, now, Troy, where are you located at, Troy? We're out of San Diego, California. So we're all the way on the other coast. Right. Now, can you tell the country, because not only will you help True God out, what's going to happen is people from Hong Kong, Germany, London, listen to my show, and I would like for them to also go to your website to see what you're doing and to Absolutely. also maybe get something from you. Yeah, well, our, our website address is thesaintsymphony.com, and symphony is spelled S-I-N-P-H-O-N-Y, so it's kind of a play on words. But you can check out what we make at thesaintsymphony.com. Um, and actually, you know, it's funny you mentioned, you know, you're a comedian. Are you familiar with, with uh, Michael Blackson? No, Michael Blackson very well. Okay, well, he recently picked up one of our outfits. And I I, uh, I talked to him on the phone, and he wore it to the 76ers game. He got to go on the on the court and hit the hit the little uh, Liberty Bell. So if you go right. to his Instagram, you could actually see that video, and you can kind of see some of the clothing we make. Um, okay, but you're more than welcome right. to go to the website as well. And give me your website again. It's thesaintsymphony.com. 
Okay, give me the correct spelling. It's T H E S A I N T S S I N H O N Y dot com. Give me the last part one more time. S I N T H O N Y. Is it H? Yes. O N Y. Okay. Got. It. And what's your phone number for the fans? Uh, our uh, our actually our um, our web store is one eight hundred. We ain't gonna die. If you start typing <laughs> that in, it'll it'll go directly to us. So that's that's our, our phone number. I like that. Now go on a G O N N A. Excuse me. How do you say we ain't gonna? Oh, G O N N A. Okay, just yeah. let me make sure. Yeah, All right, you, so you start typing that in, it'll just die. it'll start it'll start yeah it, it'll start I calling. Like I mean, I like that. One eight hundred. We ain't gonna die. So I go, <laughs> thank now, you. Now, how does Maurice and and, and Troy? How do we get the measurements to you? Because Troy's in, I mean, um, True is in Atlanta, and Maurice is in New York City. Well, I'll get to Atlanta once Troy, uh, once uh, True tells me his sizes. I'll have uh, Troy send me over the brand, and then I'll I'll travel with it to Atlanta. Okay, so let's do that on the phone now. Troy, you got a pen and piece of paper, Maurice? Yes. Okay, um, True? Yeah. Can you give Mr. Maurice your sizes, please? Um, I mean, I never really wore, like, suits like that. I, all I know well, what's your jeans? What's your jeans size? This is for the jeans from the first. Oh, 32. This is for your jeans. 32. So we go 32, 32. Okay. And what's your top size? He's, like, about a medium. Yeah, medium. Yeah. Okay, medium top. Okay. okay. Say no more. Okay, so we have that taken care of. But I'll your shoe size. How, how about, okay, what's your shoe size? Shoes? Yes, what's your shoe oh, size? I'll wear tennis shoes. Okay, 10, size 10. Okay, so tennis shoes, and, uh, medium top, and waist, um, 32, 32. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So what I'll do is um, I will speak with Troy. Um, Troy and I will see how we can get some stuff together for you. Once I set up a date within the next couple uh with the next couple of days, uh we'll get out to you ASAP. Um once I receive the stuff and then everything will take care of itself. Right. Now Troy, listen, we wanna thank you and, and the Saint Symphony on one eight hundred. Um We Ain't Gonna Die, which I think is a great fucking slogan. I love ah, it. Thank that's, you. That's thank not inspirational. You. It is. Know. It's just like no matter what, you're not going to stop us, you know. Right. And, and also, um, Troy, I know you have a lot of religious type of designs. If you can put some something religious together for him, so like it's like a a, a religious type of outfit. It's like a guard type Absolutely. of. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Like keep him in that positive. type of. Yeah. yeah, keep him in something positive. So when he's seeing it, it's motivating him. Not Absolutely. just really looking fly, you know. I yeah. want him to no, motivate I, him, you know. I and I know your designs can motivate him in certain ones, so let's motivate him, you know. And we hope that as we put you in this brand, you want more and more. And one day you can um, get into affording um, Troy's brand. But for the most part, we're putting you in the best, um, brother, right out of the box. And um, like I said, um, if, if Troy brand and what I'm bringing you don't mentally want to take you out of your – um, your mind state of I don't have and um, and I'm not going nowhere and we don't help you do that, then this may not be for you. But mm-hmm. if you take this 
and say that with, with, what, with, with what Troy giving me and what I got, no kids is get no kid got was you're getting no, what nobody don't got. So right. There's no way you don't want this, brother. Right. I'll, I'll even make the stuff custom. I'll, I'll customize it so it's uh, it's something it's a one of one you know type of type of situation. You, you see right. what I'm saying? Now you're getting custom made stuff. I don't even get custom made stuff. You see what I'm saying now? You see, you see what I'm saying now? Now you get custom made stuff. You see how that works? Right. Now, Troy, Maurice, listen, when I met this gentleman, I said to you I wanted to help you. And like I said, I helped him already. He called me back because I told him he had to call me once a week because I needed to know his progress. So then he hit me early this week, and he said, TK, I'm going to need some clothes. I said, yo, you got to call me back in a couple of days. I said, because I'm just finishing up my tour, my promotional tour, and I just got back to my home, and I put something together. Then I was talking to my man, Daniel Leather, and Daniel put me on the phone with Maurice, but I couldn't talk to him that day. I didn't even know what Maurice was capable of doing. Then Maurice, I felt like Maurice was ready to go the same day when I got on the phone with him. I had to slow him down just a little bit because I like to get things organized but he was so passionate. He had motivated me in such a short time. I called Troy. I'm true. I said, "Yo, true. I got something for you. Be 48 hours to let me put together, and now the momentum starts. We're gonna help out the game of life to all the fans that's listening. Like I told you, go to Maurice's website. Even like I said, it could be a dollar. It could be five dollars. It could be ten dollars. It could be Michigan. We want to start getting kids." Off the street, Mr. Um, True is one exception that we really, truly help older men. But because I met him, um, the man up above, the Lord, um, Maurice, and Troy helping me to help True God. And, Troy, listen, I'm going to be calling you, too, because I need to get some turtle mix, some nice turtle mix uh-huh. made. We'll, we'll get you, man. We'll get yeah, you, for sure. I need some nice turtle mix to wear with some fly shit that I got early this year from my man Daniel's leather up in New York City. And that's the way I want to rock with some nice pair of jeans. But, um, and I'll probably call you tomorrow because I'm going to need some ASAP, something black, a black turtleneck, blah, blah, blah. But we'll discuss that later. Right now it's about Maurice. And, Absolutely. Um, All right, so Absolutely. thank you so much for your time. Maurice, do you want to say anything else to him? No, I'd just like to thank Troy, man, my right hand man, for coming through and stepping up for his uh, brother. Thank you so much, Troy. Hi, Stephanie Grand, my, my man. My pleasure. My you know, pleasure, we man. rock. This is a cool best. opportunity. That's right. And I thank you so much for your time, Troy. All right. Let's yeah, thank it. you too, my man. God bless. Right, Appreciate it, Troy. Troy. Thank, huh? Have a great day, everybody. All right. Thank you, you so much. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, so now what we're going to do is I'm going to get you on the phone with the suit guy, and we're going to get you into um, some nice two-piece suits. So with the two-piece suits, um, I will actually either have him come with me to do the measurements or I will actually try to get uh, 32, waist 32 um, length um, suits for you and maybe um, some shirt sizes. So let me get you on the phone with my guy for your dress suits. And then after that, um, we should be on our way, okay? Right. Uh, so let me I get you to him and then let me connect you to my main guy that's out there. I'll wire him some funds uh, once we finish off. He'll actually meet up with you and drive to your location, 
and I'm going to tell him to put on a Metro PCS phone for you. Okay, okay. Please. All right. Please. Please. All right, so yeah. hold on one second. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Well, you're representing a lot of people, um, True. If you I fuck know, up, y'all, I'm letting I'm you know now you fuck up. I'm a winner. Okay. I'm I'm just, prepared. No. Remember I told you when I talk, when I, when I talk, let me talk. Remember I told you that. Okay. I got you, right. man. I you fuck talk. this up, you're going to bring the gangster out of my ass, nigga. All right. I'm just letting you know. And I don't think you want to see that part of me because I went clear over the wall to get these people involved. And you really got to take this and run. And if it sounds like I'm pressuring you, you no. motherfucking right. No, I want you to be pressured. Oh, okay. I got you. Okay. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, pressure bust fights and pressure makes right. diamonds. So uh-huh. I want you to be pressured. He should be yeah. back in a second. Okay. Hey, I'm a lion on fire. I'm not afraid. Not okay. Afraid. Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, so, um, you know, I could just continue on a little bit before we get into everyone else. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Cool. I, hear him, I hear him in the background making moves. Yeah, yeah. So we over here trying to get it together. So uh, okay. he's on the line. But, uh, but, yeah, you know, I think that this would be a great situation for you, brother. Um, everything in here is pretty much... Oh, yes, um, A-list quality stuff. A-list. So just for you to get something in here on outside of us dressing you, I think that you'll be 1 million percent completed on everything. And what we want to do, yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Mr. Maurice. That's all right. What I want to do with him, um, let's get him something simple and something that's comfortable more so than just too over the top, if that makes any sense. Okay. Yes. So right. I'm going to um, I'm going to I'm going to call Nadine now and he's going to pick up his phone, okay? Okay. And he's going to interview him. Hold on. All right. So everybody, listen to me. This is my designer, who I met because I was doing business with a, a competitor down the street from them. They wasn't treating me right, and this person was stealing really Mr. Daniel Leather's clothes, posting it on their Instagram page, acting like it was them. I didn't like the way the guy was treating me, and I was doing business, spent thousands of dollars with this company for over a year. I'm not going to put their name out there because that's not what we're about. So what happened was I called Daniel. His phone number was on his Instagram. Daniel, what is your Instagram real quick? It's called Daniel's Leather, T-A-N-I-E-L-S, and then Leather like Leather Jacket, one word. Make sure you go check out his website. got the best coats in the world. Then me and him started talking. He he did everything professionally. I flew in town. I purchased a coat. Um, he did took care of me in so many different ways. And he started telling me about a program that he worked with Maurice. And Maurice and how they do low bail and get people out of prison and how he gives coats to over 500 kids on the weekend starting in November. I want to introduce Daniel Letter to the world and Maurice and, and Daniel is going to supply a coat for True God. Um, Maurice, take it over from here. Yes, um, Nadine is uh, um, the sponsor of the uh, Game of Life program to keep young men and women warm throughout the five boroughs of New York City. He's been a huge, uh, huge, huge part of the program and provided so many jackets starting last year with Papoose and the young star Jamar J. Smith. Those celebrities came in and gave out tons of coats last year. Uh, Nadine and Daniel Levis loved the uh, movement. They wanted to continue um, this year and wanted to actually give out way more coats and way more of this and way more of that. And 
Najim has been fighting to um, to increase everything. He wanted to go bigger and bigger and bigger. And the more he wanted to go bigger, we all need help to get to that level where his vision is at as well, to be able to not just bail out uh, two or three guys at $3,000 or $5,000. Man, we're trying to get two or three million to bail out 30 and 40 young men. Those mm-hmm. men that come out of the prison system, Najim gives them jobs. He, he, he gives inmates work. When they come out of the jail cells, I take them to Daniel Levers, and he has them working like you can even imagine around the biggest stars. So just imagine a star coming out of jail and going right to Daniel Levers and working hands-on with some of the biggest stars. If that's not motivation, then we don't know what it is. He's even right. gotten closer to another Abdullah. is one of our main, main guys that um, had to get um, bailed out of prison. And once he was bailed out of prison, he had to... Um, handle his case um, from from um, from Daniel Levers by working each day. Then eventually he had to go back to prison for two years. Um, Nadine wished he was able to keep that guy out of prison, but it was so late that he already um, had to do the time, so we're just waiting for him to come home now so he could come back to work at Daniel Levers. So we're not discriminating. Like, people inside Daniel Levers, uh, ex-cons or whomever, just to make sure they don't make another mistake on the streets. Mm-hmm. And, if, and if everybody stepped up, right, like the big, big brands and all the big brands like Daniel Levers, they all stepped up, there won't be no more homelessness, no more people in jail. Um, whoever's going to jail, we're bailing them out, helping them out. No kids should be in jail for four months to turn four months to four years off a mistake. We can get $800 to 1200 to get those kids out of jail. We can mm-hmm. get them out. And everybody got to step up. When when. When 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 Nadine and Daniel Levers see they put five hundred, he's like, I, I want to put a thousand. I want to put a thousand more jackets. I want like it's like they want to do more, but they also know that they have to take care of their families, and they know they got to provide for their families too. But if everybody, if all brands was able to step up, all co-brands, everybody, and, and follow the lead of what we're doing, the world yes, is going to change. All they have to do is do the same thing that we are doing. Every life that a small amount of money can save, these kids go in. Right. They, it's like they can turn into criminals just because they don't belong there and that they get influenced with what's going on inside. So every small amount, four, five hundred, three hundred, it does not matter. It saves, literally saves one life. So right. Now, I'm yeah. going to pause everybody there just for one second because true is that a store using somebody's phone and it's a business line. So true. This is what we want to do. I need you to run to the next place. And call me, and I'll pass you back into this interview. Mm-hmm. All right, you'll you, you be able to call this number back, or do you think we need to call you? No, I can do it. Okay, go do that immediately. We're going to interview Daniel right now for the show. Um, and then when you come back, we're going to have a coat that will go to Maurice, and we'll make sure that we keep you warm while you're going through this transition. So hang up the phone so these people can have their business back. We want to thank um the herb place, the um, Four vitamin lady herb shop. The vitamin herb lady shop down there in Atlanta, Georgia. We truly appreciate it. To anybody's in the area, if you're getting uh, special herbs to help to get you better, make sure you go to this particular store. Um, true, go do what you got to do. It does right back as soon as you can. Okay. Okay. All right now, okay. Then tell the people who said thank you. I will. I will. Okay. Thank y'all. I- I'll call right. You're back. welcome.
Okay, now, Danny, we don't want you to go nowhere. We're going to keep it. No, going. no, I'm right here. Okay, right so what I want to do also, guys, is I'm hearing this, and I told Daniel this, uh, you know, I have friends and connections that could also take this to the whole big thing. We already set up the news thing already in Atlanta that Maurice, when you come down there, we're going to have a news reporter I'm talking to you about the movement, about things that you're doing, about Truth Guard, about Daniel's letters up in New York City. But what I'm going to do also is that when we hang up, I'm going to call my people over at the Breakfast Club. I'm going to call my people over at the Godfrey Complex. I'm going to call my people over at Shea 45, Eminem's radio station. And I'm going to get you guys to, to go do interviews on these particular shows and talk about everything that we're doing, about how we set this thing up for God, how you guys are getting people out of jail in the local area. And like I said, if we could get everybody to contribute to the websites, we right. will make a huge difference in Absolutely. the tri-state area. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that a lot of people will join. They will realize that uh, what a big thing it is. And uh, these kids need us. That's all I know. They right. They sure do. But I've forgotten about them. But we should not. Now, Daniel, I know that you give coats away during the year, and it's up to 500 coats that you give to certain individuals. Do you have the actual date or dates that you're doing this? Because what I want to do is um, get the Breakfast Club, get the Karen Hunter Show, get the Godfrey, and get all my friends of one of those guys that come down to your letter shop on that particular day and help with taking pictures, saying hello to people, and really making it a huge event within the city. Yes, we have not finalized the date. That's Maurice, because that's, uh, he's the one who coordinated. We're going, um, we're going on the 17th, uh, Nadim, and the 18th, and VH1 is going to be filming those days as we're traveling from um, Harlem to the Bronx and Brooklyn to Queens. So... 17th of April, uh, of November, and then uh-huh. Okay, so let me look at my, let me look at my calendar to make sure that I can get there too. Hold on, sir. Hold on, guys. Hold on. And Cardi B will be available with you too, Nadine. Okay. November 17th. And November 18th. And he's going to have the coach. He's going to have a skating ring. That's going to bring the Rockefeller Center into the urban community. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have Christmas lights. So everything that you will see at Rockefeller Center during Christmas holidays, we bringing that to urban communities and the city communities with Daniel Leathers and turkeys. So it's going to be coats, turkeys, and a big skating ring that we make. Uh, skates that will be donated to the kids, and they'll mm-hmm. be skating around um, in the ice to pay skating ring with um, – with one of the skating figures and New York Rangers and the New York Islanders, they all going to be a part of this. Okay. So I'm booked that day, that weekend, but it's okay. I'm still going to do my part. I'll try to have somebody from the Breakfast Club and Cameron Hunter, the Gaffey Complex, to come down there and help you guys as well. I think it's going to be a fantastic Great. That would be situation. nice. Yep. Yeah, and I'm going to set up an interview for you guys to go up there. I think this is um, God now. Hold on. True. Yes. All right, cool. We got everybody back on. Okay, I love it. So, um, Maurice, talk to Daniel. I'll let you handle it about what we want to do for God in Atlanta. What kind of coat we want to get? Well, Daniel um, and Daniel Levers have it all. We don't want to 
um, cause a big problem on you, brother man. But we, de- we definitely want to make sure you looking good. So whatever um, Daniel and um, Daniel Leathers uh, decide to uh, put something nice together for you, um, I'm sure that he will probably make something custom made that you can um, have it forever and you can enjoy it and you can understand it's a one of a kind. And like I said, um, with Mr. Um, Daniel and Daniel Leathers, these are these jackets are worth thousands of dollars, right? And um, and you just spoke to my other guy. His brand is worth a lot. We do not need to be wasting a dollar on anything that <laughs> you're right. not going to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to change your life from what we're doing, brother. Like, there's no way you don't change your life from a Daniel um, Leather. If, if you don't, if, if you're in that brand and you don't want to look good and, and change your world, it, it, it'll be a problem. Well, so let me stop right there. Let me interrupt you, Maurice. I'm sorry to interrupt. So, Maurice, since I know him personally and I know all of you guys, and true, this is how it is. I know your mindset is right. I do believe in the spirit of the movement of God, and I've always said that I will help as many people as I can because I know my purpose on life. So I know what I'm doing, that when I met Daniel, when I met Maurice, okay, so it's not that clothes are going to change you. Clothes just make you feel bad. We want to make sure that your mindset is right. If your mindset is right, then we're going to win. Now, Daniel, since I met him, I know what kind of coat he needs, right? I want him to have an everyday coat that's comfortable, that'll keep him warm, that has a little hoodie on it, so that if he doesn't have a hat, he can just throw it over his head. And, 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 no and problem. Yeah, that's what I'm we already, want. It's in my head. The minute, the minute you explain it, I'm already designing it. So I okay, got it. great. No now, um, looking at you, Troy, if I'm not much, I mean, true, looking at you, you'll probably take a medium. No, I think you could take so a large coat. Like 160, 170 pounds? No, I'm, you a, sure? I'm a 140. I would take a medium. Medium, yep. That's correct. Yeah, he would okay. take a medium. Okay, so the. That's cool. You can you can just by person size the coat. Did you call it? Yeah, I can pretty much tell by the height and width. Wow, that's awesome. Okay, yeah. So he's like about 140, and we could do that now. The next thing is, Maurice, we need to get your people on the phone to get him a phone, so that you guys can stay in touch, so that when you yes. come down there. Yes. Now let, let, me, let, I, let, me, let me do this, Daniel. We want to thank you. You know me and you'll be talking top of the week to handle all our other business that we got going on. No, and you've been amazing from the day that I met you, and I see how I, I can feel it, how you really, really want to help these kids. And uh, I, I appreciate that from the bottom You're of welcome, my mind. You're welcome, my man. I told you I told you when we met that I'm a man of my word, and, you I, and I love you doing too. what I'm doing, and, and, and it's a great opportunity for all of us. And I want to thank you very, very much. Me and you'll talk pleasure. soon. Okay, thank you. Okay. Thank Take you. It so before we go, ladies and gentlemen around the world, from Hong Kong to London to the streets of Compton, California, to Oprah, California, we want to thank my man Maurice and his movement, um, the game of life. We want to step up we want to step um we appreciate Henry and his store, Daniel Leathers, and listen to the T K Kirkwood show and also um, follow me on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland and November 
7th, catch me at the Denver Improv. And November 9th, 10th, 11th, catch me at the World Famous Improv in Cleveland, Ohio. Thank you guys so much. May God bless you. It's my pleasure. My pleasure. Can I something else? Yes, sir. I'm sorry. Listen, the reason why I was very grateful that Maurice approached me this idea because I've been there. I've been in the bottom part of the pit, and I know what it's to suffer and what nobody extended hands to you. And now when Maurice approached me with this idea, I thought it was the most amazing thing in the world that people like him are approaching people to connect dots and create something. And if we can rescue one person at a time, That's right. it, it just teaches a lesson to the rest of the world that it's not about just us. It's all of us at the same time. Right. You one day in the top of the world, one day in the bottom part of the world. So if you create alliances with other people, you have wealth, and that's what wealth is. Alliances it, and connections. So it takes men like it, us. It takes yeah. men like us to make sure you happen. And one day exactly. time. And thank you guys again. Thank you to everybody around the world. May your pain be champagne. You heard it here on the TK Kirkwood Show. Shout out! Shout out to Charlemagne the God. We appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.